So I just want to know, what is the best fraternity? Welcome back to Simsation Nation. If this is your first time, I just want to say welcome. If you've never seen any of these previous episodes, please go back, dig into them. Hopefully there's something out there for you. I am bringing on a sensational subject today. It's something that uh, has kind of been following me for a very long time, uh, something that I've been thinking about for a very long time. I try not to live life with regrets. You know, I feel like how things happen is how things happen. Uh, but I will tell you, if I could probably back up and, and redo something, I would probably pledge in a fraternity. That's one of the things I will say I kind of wish I would have done. I don't regret not doing it, but... I kind of wish I would have pledged in a fraternity. I see uh, all of the camaraderie that fraternities has, uh, they have, and 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 when they when they are posting, you know, on the on the uh, the day that they were created, and they're wearing their shirts, and they they're out of these conferences, and they, you know, they're throwing up their fraternity signs and stuff like that. And I just kind of be watching. Uh, a funny story before I introduce my guest is, uh, man, there was one time I was uh, in a training job. And, you know, we were going through and I was kind of congratulating some people and stuff like that. And there's this one female that came up to me. And this is kind of embarrassing, but I'm going to go ahead and let it all out on Substation Nation. It's been a long time ago, by the way. I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. But she came up to me and she said, hey, excuse me, sir. Are you Greek? And I was like, huh? And I was like, and I was like is she talking about like the Greek freak from the NBA? I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. If she, who, do I look like him? You know what I'm saying? I didn't even understand what she was asking me. And then she broke it down to him and she was trying to see if I had pledged in the fraternity. And the fact that I didn't even know the language, I was just like, ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I got to do something about that. You know what I'm saying? I, ultimately, for me, I will tell you, I've had conversations uh, with uh, folks from various fraternities, you know, they're like, oh, you look like you would be a this or you look like you would be a that, so on and so forth. And uh, I almost did it on a couple of occasions. I almost pledged the alumni chapter, which is a question that I want to bring up to my guests. So I brought on someone who I knew was extremely proud of his fraternity, someone who is a dear friend of mine and also a editor on the Sensation Nation podcast, whether he wants to admit it or not. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, my dear friend, Mike Ward. Mike Ward, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? How's everybody doing? Listen, I see <laughs> all the time that you rep your fraternities, stuff like that. And when I asked you if you would come on to do it, uh, I would imagine you were probably wondering, like, what am I going to talk about? You know, uh, it's probably that fine line. You're like, I don't want to rep my fraternity too hard and I don't want to bash the other fraternities and all that other stuff. So I'm going to ask you, who are you repping? What's your fraternity? Come on. <laughs> the oldest, the coldest. 
Alpha by Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, 1906, all day. Okay, all day. okay, 1906. You see, y'all see how he just spout those dates off like that? You know, I, I was about to ask him, like, hey, when did this fraternity kick off? But he just spout it off. Tell, tell me, tell me about your fraternity, man. Tell me for for the people that just don't know, you know, what it means to be in a fraternity. Those, you know, those young men out there who might not even be finished with kindergarten yet. What's the name of your fraternity? All right, so before I talk about Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, I have to let it be known, like, we're not the first fraternity Uh-oh. ever created. Uh-oh. We're the first in the Divine Nine, and that's the, Pan- <laughs> the Panhellenic Council. So there's nine organizations, five fraternities, four sororities, and we are the first in that Panhellenic Council. So Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated was founded on the campus of <laughs> Cornell University, Ithaca, New York, 1906, by seven gentlemen, Henry Arthur Callis, Charles Henry Chapman, Gene Keeper Jones, George Bill Kelly, <laughs> Nathaniel Allison Murray, Robert Aaron Holden, Vernon Winston Sandy. So I would imagine some more uh, prominent members, too, uh, that are probably sitting in people's brain housing group right now, folks that are out there that you could just name off. Like, you know, who 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 are some people that you could name off and be like, hey, just so you know, so-and-so was a proud member of my fraternity. Absolutely. And this is a great segue from Black History Month, because guess what they talk about every year in every school? There's a street named after this man in every city. <laughs> The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Boom. Jr. Oh yeah, by the way, whose real name was Michael. Some people may not know his real name was Michael. Wait but, a minute. <laughs> I didn't know that. I just learned something. Absolutely. His real name was Michael. His father was studying Martin Luther. So of course his father being in the church and things like that, they studied Martin Luther and that religion and things of that nature. So yeah, so once once he was doing his studies like that, he changed. He went from Michael to Martin Luther. No kidding. I did yeah. not know. See, I'm learning stuff. That, see, you know what I'm saying? See what, see what fraternities do for you. They educate you so you can educate other people. He teaching me something and I didn't even know this on Sim Central Nation. Yeah. Hopefully everybody else just learned something too. So I got to ask you, man, you know, you uh, at some point chose your fraternity. You said, you know what, I'm doing this or whatever. What made you choose the fraternity that you are a part of? And did you consider any other fraternities during that process? Yeah, so this is the part where I highlight my father. Um, my father, he was a member, Beta Epsilon chapter in North Carolina ANT, Fall 80. Um, that's the most influential man in my life. And the reason why I'm a foot stump at this point is because I know people may see minorities and immediately think, oh, there's, a, there's an absence of a father, which is why I love your video. I saw you and your son doing the episode. I, yes, when you're talking about music, I love that. So my biggest influence was my father. He, um, between him just taking me around their events, when he would go to events, he'd take me with them. The general convention, the conventions, district, the general, the regional. Whenever he would go to these conventions, he'd take me along. And also just being a product of the programs that he was a part of, um, go to high school, go to college. Project Alpha, where they talk about things like sex ed and the importance of abstinence and the importance of, you know, protecting yourself. And if you're going to do those things, you know, make sure you're doing it the right way. That way you don't have any regrets. That's what we're That's talking right. about. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So between that, between my, um, 
the love and respect I have for my father. And then the biggest, I'll say the biggest turning point for me was when I was transitioning from middle school to high school and then going into my sophomore year of high school, I went to this thing called, man, it just came. So every summer they have this leadership conference, the Alpha Phi Alpha Leadership Conference. And so it's a bunch of teenagers, mostly high schoolers, that come that go to this and go to this conference. And the first one I went to was in 2004. One day it was on the campus of Clark Atlanta University. Now, granted, mm-hmm. both my parents went to North Carolina A and T. Okay. So I've been going the whole time. Like I've been going back and forth from A and T from Reesville to A and T. Back when I lived in Reesville, North Carolina, and then when I moved to Alabama, going back and forth from Alabama to Greensboro all my life. But it was something about actually being on the campus and walking around the campus of Clark Atlanta University and being involved with the activities that they had for us. Right. And you see these men, I hate to say this, but within my community, you didn't see a lot of, of black role models. Mm-hmm. I lived in a very, it was, uh, not it was it was very it was a predominantly white environment that I stayed in. So okay. to to be around so many influential men that looked like me mm. that I could aspire to be like mm. it was it was a it was a no brainer. So between that leadership conference at Clark Atlanta, then going the following year when it was at Georgia Tech. I'm, I'm digging in some memories right now. Like, nah, good, 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 good. That's what I'm, we're going to take a trip down memory lane with you. <laughs> Absolutely. So that, that district, so another fun fact, so Offset from the Migos, he too was actually at that same conference at Georgia Tech. In oh, no kidding. That I went to, yeah. So <laughs> this wow. Before the, wow, man. Before the blow up, I mean, I, I, I I was there with them. So wow, that's uh, see, to me, that's just such a uh, uh, deeply rooted foundational concepts that it seems that it instills in the folks that become members of these fraternities. Um, I mean, you know, I, I've I've seen it firsthand. You know, the servanthood, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. And speaking of servanthood, I didn't even mention the fact that this man's already. Uh, on face on uh, on a podcast with me, all the way from Germany, where he's supposed to be in the bed. You know what I mean? He's supposed to be sleeping right now, but he came on here to made this happen. So, um, when it comes to the fraternities, though, uh, from what you can say, again. Various audience uh, members uh, that watch and listen to these podcasts of various age groups, so on and so forth. Um, but again, I am smart enough to know that, you know, there are certain things that can be said and certain things that cannot be said. But from what you can say, what does it take to get into a fraternity like yours? You know, because obviously they ain't just letting anybody walk in the door. You know, otherwise everybody would be in a fraternity. Right, right. Um, <laughs> so... It's no different than when you went to a recruiter. When you first joined the race, you went to a Marine recruiter. You didn't go to you didn't go to the Air Force recruiter. You didn't go to the Army recruiter. You didn't go to the Navy recruiter. You went to the component that you wanted to join. Joining an organization is no different. You know, you don't blast on social media. Hey, I'm gonna do this. No, you you find the people who are within these organizations and you talk with them. Right. And from there. They say it happens, so they may link you up with somebody else and so on and so forth. They one person will give you a gym and another person gives you that gym, and from there you're okay. getting all the gyms. So and 
the uh, one one tidbit of advice I give any aspirant, any anybody aspiring to join the organization, besides the fact that you don't want to blast it out on social media or tell everybody outside of that organization, um, learn the history. Definitely, yeah. definitely don't come empty-handed. Like come to them saying, "Hey, look, this is what I know about the organization, and also what can you bring to the organization?" Because it's not always about what the organization can do for you, what can mm. you do for the organization. Mm. Now, some, some people, to, I mean, to each of them, what organization choose and, and your reason why. But to me, going back to the other, the previous question, my why is because the same way those gentlemen influenced me to go on and, and do great things and, and want to go to high school and go to college and join the military and go on and just accomplish the things I've accomplished, I wanted to do the, I wanted to pass that on. I wanted to pass the torch. The same way somebody passed the torch to me, I want to pass that to someone else. So that's that one. That's if not the biggest reason, one of the biggest reasons why I wanted I wanted to join Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. So okay, I dig that. And so I, I also like the analogy too, right? You know, you look at it from a military standpoint and, you know, someone may say, hey, I want to join the military. They might have that in their brain. That's no different than saying, hey, I want to join a fraternity. But then when it comes down to say, hey, I know I want to join the military. Now I got to decide what branch of service I want to join in the military. And you start linking up and reading about whatever branch of service sparks your interest. Same thing for a fraternity. I want to join a fraternity, but now I need to figure out which one. You start doing the history, learning what you need to do to join that fraternity so what led you to walk into the alpha recruiter office versus <laughs> some of the other recruiting offices honestly because growing up i didn't see those other organizations as active as the brothers of alpha fraternity corporate like literally all the all the programs i listed earlier just the alpha leadership conference and go to high school go to college project alpha about uh, boldest people as the oldest people. Like, you see these people in action. So, of course, they're like, hey, I want to do this. Now, granted, I have family members that are Omegas, that are Kappas. And I even have um, some cousins that are a part of sororities as well. But when you see it live, it's different. It, it's very different when you see the person. All right, I'll tell you, you love football. Yeah, I know you're a huge Georgia fan. Absolutely. Fan, Let's right? go. Absolutely. It's a whole lot different when you see a game in person versus when you see it on tv or playing on Madden. the yeah. feeling is different it's yeah. just it's facts. different facts so that's a fact for me growing up either i was always seeing the brothers of alpha alpha in action or the people i was around even the people i went to high school with even the people i was in college with, if they weren't alphas at the time they later on became alphas i was always Trying, I was always wanting to emulate men that either were alphas or became alphas. So it was a no brainer. Mm-hmm. It was it was really a no brainer. You know, that's the first time <clears throat> I think, I, at least on this podcast, I can say that being a product of your environment is a good thing, right? Because we Absolutely. we talk about being a product of your environment in a negative connotation quite often, but you don't often hear, kind of like what you mentioned about, you know, fathers being present or not. You don't often hear how being a product of your environment is influential in a positive way. So I like hearing that because it's kind of like, you know, people that grow up in Georgia, they start putting Georgia shirts on their children when they're just infants, you know, same thing for, right. for, for the fraternities. And that's just what you grew up with. That's what you learned to love. And so eventually 
you know, people go off and they go do those things. So um, for for that that young person that's out there watching and or listening right now who hasn't even finished uh, learning how to draw a complete circle yet, um, what what are the benefits? Like, what are the benefits of joining the fraternity? What if you just had if you were in the elevator right now, you're getting ready to head up and somebody says, hey, I got my little son right here who's I want him to join a fraternity one day. What are the benefits? What would you give him? Oh, man. So I'm going to start off with a military analogy first. So it's no different when you're going from one base to another and you have a sponsor, the one that's supposed to kind of show you the rules. Hey, look, you're, you want to live in this area or you pick up these items from this location or you don't want to stay here. The networking, mm. the great, <laughs> mm. the, is, is the travel agent versus the tour guide perspective. Like when you have somebody who's not only just going to tell you about what's happening around you, but actually be there to walk you through it. Perfect example, I'm out here in Germany. When I first got out here, before I even signed my name into the base, at the airport, I met a brother who was wearing the letters. I was, I was tall with him. He laid me up with the rest of the brothers. Wow. By the time I got here, by the time I got here, I already had my tribe. I was trying wow. to wow. But everybody, everybody needs a tribe. Like I don't, I don't care who you are. You didn't make it to where you. You nobody, nobody that's successful is going to say I made it here alone. Everybody that's had a right. tribe. Everybody had a support system. That's and right. Also, family incorporated has been that support system for me everywhere I've been. Um, speaking of regrets. Um, and this is going to be a recurring thing. The only regret I have up to this point is that I wasn't more involved when I was at one of my previous duty stations. When I was located in San Antonio, Texas, when I was a flight commander in basic military training, one of my biggest regrets was that I was so immersed into work and everything else that I didn't make time. Notice how I said I didn't make time. Sure. Not that I didn't I have time. I didn't make time. I sacrificed. Hey, I need to, I, I want to focus on these things more than, you know, doing a, doing a service in San Antonio. So those some great brothers out there. I wish I could have did more when I was during my time out there. But yeah, that's, that's what I tell them. I was like, look, find your, it takes a village. It takes a village. So I, 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 was, I, was, I was literally about to use those exact words. That's how I know great minds think alike. I was about to say, it sounds to me, when you gave me the, you know, arriving to Germany analogy, all I could think about was the fact that, boom, you you didn't even have to search for your village because the village was already in existence. They just had to welcome you into a new area of your village, which I, I think is pretty dope, right? I, I, for, Absolutely. For me, I think that's amazing. Now, I almost feel embarrassed asking you this question because, first of all, you don't even have to answer it if you don't want to. If you want to say, uh, no comment, or whatever you decide to answer, <laughs> because it's actually, it's actually quite rhetorical. You know what I mean? It's quite a, quite a rhetorical question. So I just want to know, what is the best fraternity? <laughs> you already know what I'm about to say, but I'm going to throw a curveball. I'm going to say the best fraternity is the fraternity that fits you the most. Oh, um, mm, I'm going to throw a curveball. So everybody, everybody notice there's a fraternity for everything. There's probably a video game fraternity somewhere. There's band fraternities, there's military fraternities, there's a fraternity for everything. Mm. There's probably a fraternity in the metaverse, but <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a fraternity for everybody. So, and some people may feel like, hey, that's just not my thing, and that's perfectly fine. Um, but 
would say the best fraternity is the one where you, you feel like you can be yourself. You feel like you can bring, they, they bring out the best in you mm. and you can bring your best to them. I would Ooh. say that's the best fraternity. Ooh. With that being said, the best fraternity <laughs> is none other than You just threw me for a loop, you know, because I was expecting what you said on the second half of your answer to be the only answer. But that first part of your answer, that was pretty good, man. That's that's, that's pretty dope. That's a good answer right there. So I got to I got to talk about all aspects of fraternities. And, you know, this is speaking from someone that doesn't have the experience. Right. So um, dues. There's some stigma out there. I've heard people say it, whether you're talking sororities or fraternities. You know, I've heard people say, I don't need to buy my friendship. I don't need to buy my village. You know, I'm not going to pay all that money. Why do I need to pay all this money to have a title and then boom, da boom, da boom? Um, I do know that dues are a topic of discussion for people that are in fraternities, people that are considering fraternities, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, so I don't necessarily want to ask you, like, how much do you have to pay for dues? But is it significant enough to be a concern? And are there other aspects of being in a fraternity that are not as glamorous? So I would say this is work. I mean, you got to maintain the house somehow. Like, to do all these things in the community, it's not free. <laughs> It's literally community service. It's not like you're getting paid to do some of these things, you know, so it has a cost. Everything <laughs> costs. Like, everything has a cost. Like, everything has a price tag. So, of course, you know, we pay dues to, to keep this keep this train going, you know, so... I like that answer. I like that answer. And that actually takes me to my next my next question, which was going to be the community involvement. One thing that I can say for certain is that every fraternity and or sorority that I have seen is very heavily involved in the community. It's almost like this is part of your obligation for signing up. This is what you signed up for. And it's not like everybody's dragging their feet and they're upset or mad when they're out there doing community service. They're doing it willingly and they're doing it joyfully. You know, tell me uh, about some of the community involvement you've been uh, able to participate in? Oh, man, so <laughs> that same leadership conference that that made me who I, who I was or made me want to join the organization, I, I volunteered there. I've been a chaperone. I've, I've, <laughs> of course, I've done photography and videography, <laughs> not only just for that event, but for other events as well. That's that's usually my go-to. Like anytime I come to an organization, I try to find, all right, what holes need to be filled. If they don't have somebody who can capture or document these things that we're doing, then then I'll step up and say, hey, I'll grab the camera, take the pictures, edit the videos, put together our video, video of the year for chapter of the year, things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Um, In addition to, of course, um, the the basic, of course, I'm not going to say the basic stuff, but in addition to the cleanups, restoring homes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. helping out in the community, right? building Be- homes and giving out food. Being productive like members of society, it sounds like. Just be, you know, uh, you know, that's the same thing if you were in the church. Everybody's got a talent, right? Everybody's got something that they can do. Everybody's got some type of skill that they can do to contribute to the overall output, right? Absolutely. And even speaking, speaking of the church, when I was an usher, had to pay dues. Mm. So the thing, it, it, it's, it's a part of, it's a part of, it's part of the main, the mainness. I dig it. Going. I dig it. So I want to ask you something uh, off the script. 
Uh, not like we really use a script anyway, but <laughs> yeah. I, I see the shirt that you're rocking right now. Tell us about tell us about the shirt. Absolutely. So since we're talking about fraternity zone, this is the podcast that we do. Um, it's, it's buffet for those that can't read. B U S S E T. Brothers unified for freedom, evolving together. Five out of six original members are members of our fraternity company. Matter of fact, we all cross the same time, so all of us. Our spring 14 initiates of Alpha Alpha Turning Incorporated. Dope, dope. Listen, I ain't going to lie. So far, uh, you've educated me. Uh, I hope this is going to be educational to everyone else out there, too. So, you know, uh, obviously you got your organization uh, that you're a part of, that you're contributing to. Uh, not just that, but the community as well. You've got the villages that just really just take care of each other. Iron sharpens iron, right? You know, and I think absolutely. being a part of that is absolutely amazing. Anything else you want to leave with the audience? Man, I had so much. <laughs> I'll say, that, um, I'll go back to find, find your tribe, find your village, find your village. Um, everybody has their own individual journey. Um, don't necessarily do something because your friend's doing it, unless unless y'all have the same y'all have the same goals, y'all have the same path, and, and and they're just running parallel. All right, cool. But ultimately, do what you feel is in the best interest. Uh, do what's in your best interest. Do what aligns with your purpose and what you feel you you were put on this earth for. We all have a different assignment. You know, we we don't have the same. We don't have the same assignment. We serve in the same branch, have the same AFSC, but we have different assignments. <laughs> That's right. So, That's right. Find your assignment. Whatever your assignment is, find your assignment. I dig it. Listen, you've helped a lot of people out there today, and uh, I think that this may be useful to lots of people in the future, you know, when it comes to, one, uh, trying to figure out what extra can they do while you're just going to college, right? How can I become a better person? So you may actually sway somebody, one, to join a fraternity, but two, join a fraternity like... Alpha, Alpha, <laughs> Incorporated, y'all know what it is. <laughs> the Alphas going to go crazy when they see this one right here. Hey, listen, <laughs> you know what time it is now. Before we wrap up this show, I got to go through my 10-question speed round to see what kind of preference an Alpha man has. So I'm going to blast these 10 questions out. You just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. So number one, uh, I know you're very familiar with the great state of Georgia, so I know you know what grits are. Would you prefer to eat your grits with sugar or salt and pepper? Salt and pepper. Salt okay. And pepper. Okay. Okay. Are you a football man or basketball man? Football. Football. Read a book, watch a movie. Watch a movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, lift weights or take a run? Lift weights. Weights. Okay. I hate running. <laughs> <laughs> None of these above uh, is a good answer. Uh, whiskey or beer? Whiskey. I hate both. I'm <laughs> not, not a fan of either, but if I have to, whiskey. Okay. Uh, phones, iPhone or Samsung or Android? iPhone all day. All day. Vacation, beach or mountains? Beach. Beach. Je jeans or slacks? <laughs> I'm gonna go slack. I'm 
I'm getting older now. I'm still trying to mature my wardrobe, so I got to go to slacks. You ain't got to be old to wear slacks, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be more grown, grown man stuff. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> speaking of grown man, Batman or Spider-Man? Oh, man, Batman. But Batman. I will say, the Marvel Universe, Marvel all day. But okay. as far as superheroes... Batman is top here. <laughs> Batman is, is, is in the upper echelon. I tell you what, I got the episode just for you. It's coming out before this month is over. It's, it's about movies. And my, I brought my, my buddy on. He knows everything there is to know about movies. So he made a comment about Marvel on there. Let's La- go. Last but not least, because you told me you're getting older, you know, not old, just older and uh, wiser. Would you prefer jazz or would you prefer blues? I'm going to go jazz. Go with jazz. Smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you right here on Sensation Nation to my guy, Mike Ward, and editor of Sensation Nation podcast, representing his fraternity today. Mike, thanks for taking some time to just kind of share your experiences and hopefully uh, just be an impact to somebody that's out there listening. Absolutely. No problem. Also, somebody you had on this podcast before. Brigadier General Terrence Adams, member of Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Also, Chief of Staff of the Air Force, General Charles Q. Brown, member of Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Hey, listen, I have a I have a wish list of folks for Some Station Nation podcast. I have three names on there. He is one of those names, and him being an alpha man. I will also tell you that I have someone that has said that they will come on in the summer, who you know very well is also Alpha Man, I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, four-star general, Anthony Cotton. Well, I tell you what, that's a trend. The other fraternities, you know, y'all might just shoot me a note if you want to get on here and represent yours, you know, but right now the Alphas, that's they're doing what Alphas do. <laughs> hey, thanks for dialing in, everybody. I appreciate you. Until next time, I'm out. Peace.